American football in Finland. Okay, so I'm here with DC Divas, defensive back, first team, All-American of the Women's Football Alliance, Nana Olovu. I might have butchered your name. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm going to use it. <laughs> <laughs> how do you pronounce it? How do you pronounce it? Tell me how to pronounce it correctly. Olavo. Olavo. Yeah, it's a little, <laughs> it's a little difficult. Yeah. Olavo. So it's like an yeah. R instead of an O at the end. Okay. No, but to Americans, yeah, that's probably the easiest way to I've also but, I've also butchered your brother's name trying to say his name a couple of times. So yeah, you know, at least yeah, it's not it just happens. one. There's multiple uh-uh. multiple <laughs> players out there. But <laughs> yeah, so Nana, we're gonna do the interview kind of like let's imagine that the people listening don't know how famous you are and all the great things you've done. So we'll kind of go from that standpoint and we'll just pretend that you're like, like just a normal person who just happens to be doing extraordinary things. So the first question I wanted to ask, just getting straight into it, was how did you end up with the DC Divas in the States? You know, how did that process go about joining that team? Um, I actually talked to the manager back in 2019 the first time. And we were like, we were trying to get me here for 2019 season, but there was like a lot of issues with like figuring out the visa stuff and like financial stuff and whatever. So so I ended up going to Sweden that year, but we kind of kept in contact a little bit. And then now while I was in Spain, my best friend also had come here. She didn't play, but she was supposed to play 2020. So we just both got back in contact. We just figured we wanted to, you know, play football again together after Spain. So um, we started talking to the manager again and head coaches, and we just did like a few meetings and signed contracts. There you go. Big, great players make big moves. And, and you were speaking about Spain and actually bring me to the next question. You know, um, you've played in different countries, obviously. You've played national team games. You've played women and men's. You know, you've coached mm-hmm. on the highest level here in Finland. What was the competition like in the women's football alliance? I've seen highlights and I know there's three different levels, but you know, could you tell us a little bit more about like the actual competition on the field that you had out there? Yeah, on the pro level, which is like the division one, um, it is honestly high. Like there's a lot of and like the players here are bigger. Like they're a lot bigger than in Europe. So like there's some big bodies out here and like it's definitely a lot more competitive. It's a little faster a lot more physical um so yeah the competition is like on a high level division two division three that's a little bit lower as like everywhere like obviously a little bit lower but like the competition here it's it's high like you're expected to do you know make some big plays you know you're expected to be a lot more physical and just like the size of the teams like it's so much bigger here like in Europe, the you know, there's not that many players per team usually. So you end up playing both ways here. We got like 60 people on the roster. Obviously, not everybody's going to pull up on game days and, you know, be there for the whole season. But like, it's a lot bigger rosters. Like you have to actually compete to start. You have to compete to, you know, get field time, which is like, you don't get that 
that often in Europe. Like there's not as much competition per team. So, and you don't have to play both ways until I had to play in the last game, but <laughs> no <problem. laughs> But um, yeah. that actually, because when you were talking about it, it actually reminded me because I've been preaching about the here in Finland that the women's team, what about the football IQ? That's my next question, because here in Finland, the, the women's top league, they run pretty advanced schemes and they have a, a pretty in-depth knowledge of the game. And obviously you have some of that going to the States. But when you got there, did you feel like, you know, it was still very high football level, like when it comes to IQ of the players and understanding schemes and where you're supposed to be, you know, making checks on the field, stuff like that? Yeah, honestly, the football IQ here, like, obviously, it depends on the players. Some are, you know, more like veterans and some are like complete rookies. Obviously, it depends. But like, especially the veterans here and even like players who've played for like a few years, like they actually like know football. And that's also like, because I mean, they grew up watching football. So if they were even interested, like they might have not been playing them when they were a kid like me, but like they still been watching football so that they like understand. So like it's easy for us, like we could, you know, make up a whole new, we had to make up a whole new defense. Like literally I do see changed my like second week here. So we had to make up a whole new defense within a week and like we execute it. Cause like everybody like understands, like if I tell you, this is your job, you know, that's your job and you know why. And, you know, um, so yeah, I would say like the IQ here, it's, it, it's very high, like, especially within like veterans. And so like, there was a lot of, um, exchange of verbiage and terminology how did that go for you like obviously everybody's learned teaches different things but one thing here out mm-hmm. in Finland is explaining the difference between a fade a vertical a streak and a go route four words very yeah. similar like was there a specific yeah. type of vernacular they had out there or was it kind of you know people just figured it out yeah I mean it depends like on the coach like sometimes like the linebacker coach and like the DB coach they might have like a little bit of a different terminology but for the most part like it wasn't like at least for me I mean and I'm used to a lot of like terminology because I've been working with a lot of teams a lot of coaches so I'm like you know used to that um but um yeah I mean obviously like every coach has a little bit of their own terminology so we got kind of used to our new DC like he obviously has his way of coaching and his terminology so you kind of start catching on okay this is what he means when he says this like this is his word for this (laughs) stuff um so yeah well you pick on it quick yeah that's awesome what about the the divas organization that you're out there with like how professional was it you know playing for that team and being involved in that organization this season oh it's it's great like it's just like like different when it comes to like being here and like being in Europe like it's it's a lot more like I mean I wouldn't say it's a lot more organized because I do want to say like especially in Finland like the teams are very organized and stuff but like just the process but, but can I cut of, you like, can I cut you off real quick just to explain yeah. something that I feel like you would be able to understand also is that People in Finland that play football in Finland don't understand how good they have it. You were mm-hmm. in Spain, and I'm pretty sure you saw the difference between Spain and Finland was Let me tell you. <laughs> night and day, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then you go to... Yeah, and that's the, yeah, yeah, that's the funny part, because like going to like Spain from like Finland and Sweden, which where we have, you know, things yeah. are good, and then you go to Spain, and we're playing on like 
fields that are like you're not even supposed to be standing on that field because it's so terrible like they have not cut it it's muddy it's like where the cows live yeah like (laughs) yeah like literally like you're not supposed to be even walking on that field like you know like like in spain it's 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 a little bit like that sometimes just because it's not as developed there yet um and then coming from spain to here where we have a fancy indoor facility we get to play there we get to practice there all of our practices you know like it's a super nice facility uh everything is a lot more organized in spain it was like okay well we kind of like as coaches me and ida kind of like made up the game day schedule so we're like okay let's meet at this and this time before the game and here it's like okay you need to be here three hours before the game we start doing this two hours before the game you know like it's it's, yeah, that's it's awesome. a schedule yeah so it is it is i would say it's 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 a little bit more organized even coming from finland and sweden where things are things are really good but obviously it's still women's football there's still yeah. struggles so uh, it's not like we're in heaven here definitely not like there's still a lot of struggles there's a long way to go playing wise coaching wise like organization wise like but that's just women's football like what what about you guys is uh what about the people that you met there like your teammates do you feel like you made some you know like lifelong friends out there or is it more of a that was fun but you know we'll see what happens i've definitely made some like lifelong friends here like just coming in like especially with like women's teams it can sometimes be hard to like come in and like you know start getting along with everybody like especially when you like I don't know like I was kind of expecting coming from Europe being like a young European girl coming over to the states you know like that they would be a little bit like okay who does she think she is you know like but no everybody was like super welcoming from the start like everybody started being super friendly like we've been so like comfortable we've been treated so well here and i've definitely like made friends that we hang out with like we try yeah. to hang out as much was, as possible i was gonna ask now. like what's the what's the hangout vibe you know because here in finland you know when we had the graduation weekend all the women's team didn't play because you have so many moms you know you got to do your yeah. mom stuff so like what was the vibe on the team with the divas you know was it more like we hang out with friends and family or is it like people kind of went and did their own things once they got off the field um that also depends because I mean also having like a bigger roster obviously not everybody is on the same vibe and not everybody is Mm -hmm. like the same type uh, you know wavelength so obviously everybody doesn't even though everybody gets along so like at practice I would everybody gets along so no clicks maybe not none of the clicked up no obviously football is a passionate sport there's been some words exchanged but everybody's getting along everybody's you know (laughs) friends but like obviously especially like after a loss like there can be some you know, words said or on the field when you're frustrated and stuff. But like that also tells how still, even if the people aren't closest friends outside of the field, like how close we are that we can talk to each other. I, you know, I might snap because I'm frustrated on the field, but you know, that's because, you know, so like we have yeah. that type you're of passionate. friendship. I can, yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. And I feel like it comes with the game. Like you are passionate and you can't control how you say certain stuff, you know, like sometimes on the field, but like we are good enough friends because, you know, and we hang out at practice. Like we do talk about like other than football as well. Like, and we do like to hang out. And then obviously there's a little bit different, like, like groups who hang out more outside. So we have like our little group that we hang out more with, but like I could literally hit up anybody and, 
you know, be like, yo, you want to grab lunch? You want to do this, this and that? Like everybody's. And we try to do a lot, like with the whole team. Like we might go out and be like, yo, everybody pull up here, you know, let's, let's yeah, spend the I mean, time together. There's only so much time in a day, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, to, exactly. Exactly. So only that's do so much. We, we try, but obviously everybody else is like working and have kids and everything. So like you don't get to do too much. And also like we had practices and meetings like every night throughout the week like during the season like we would have practice next night we would have like a zoom meeting so like there's not a lot of free nights and already for like especially uh our teammates who have kids like they're already putting that much time into football now they gotta spend time with kids like they can't just you know go top golf with us you know like yeah that makes sense definitely been like a great experience like just being around the team it's like good energy and i just love the like American vibe too. You can talk a little shit at practice. You know, we still gonna be friends. But one on ones, huh? Did y'all go one on ones? Exactly, one on ones. Like you know, we're competing, we're talking shit, but we're friends at the end of the day. And like that's just like makes us compete so much harder, which is what I haven't seen as much when I've been playing with teams in Europe. Like there's mm-hmm. not as much competition, kinda, and like the energy is just a little different. Like. What- I'm not saying it's bad, but like in Finland, it's more like, oh, hey, good job. You know, like, oh, you'll catch the next one, you know, like nice like that. And here it's a little bit more rough. It's like, oh, oh, if you don't catch that ball, you're going to sit your ass on the bench. You know, like it's just a different energy. But um, I definitely I, I do like it. I do that, like it here. I feel like that fearlessness. I see it. it in your voice. Like there's that. OK, I'm not, I'm not afraid to fail. I think if yeah, that's one thing yeah. you could take away in Europe, you know, there's that constant, well, I don't want to lose. Yeah. Looks yeah. like if you get rid of that, you play at a higher level anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And just, yeah, you just got, like, you just got to want to compete. And that's also, like, one thing, like, there's a lot of players, but that's also, like, here sometimes. And that, that's everywhere. That's within women, men. But, like, there's a lot of players who, like, would rather not go up against the best players on one-on-ones and stuff. Cause they don't want to fail, you know, yeah, but it's like, how are you ever going to get to their level? If you don't like, you have to fail those reps in order to beat them. Eventually. If you want to be the best, oh. you got to beat the best. That's what it is. Exactly. Exactly. So I wanted to talk about your experience a little bit more. Um, what was, what, what was the most memorable thing that happened to you on the football field this season? Like what was this one thing that will stay in your memory forever that happened during the season? Um, our playoff game right before the game we were um, huddling up but I was still treating my calf so I was like on the other side uh, a little bit and the coaches uh, called me in for the huddle real quick and we have this thing that we have our captains and we have our leaders but then we have a game day captain who's always like who's been like working hard and the coaches just want to like recognize and you know um, and I was the game day captain of the playoff game, which was like, for me, that was a big deal. Just like having come in, not even for the first game of the season, but for the second game of the season. So I came in late. I played like, you know, five games, five, five and a half games technically. So like that was for me, that was like a personally like big moment, like being called to be game day captain for the playoff game uh, right before the game. That was that was memorable. Yeah, it sounds like you really, like, made an impression on the team there. If they're going to choose you to be a captain, you know, coming from somewhere else and not having been with the team as long as some of those other players, you definitely made yeah. your input, and that's pretty cool. 
my next question would be what was something that was memorable for you or is still ongoing with your overall experience of being over in the States and playing football? Like outside of the on the field stuff, like what is something that like really just hit home with you and it's really gave you that, oh man, this is it feeling? Um Honestly, I couldn't say it's one because I feel like I get that feeling like often, like, you know, like we're like walking around the big city and that you're like, damn, like I live here or something. Yeah. Or then, you know, like going to practice, like this is like, this is your life now, you know, like it, it hits often, honestly. And it, it was the same thing in Spain. Like you, you're walking on the beach and you're like, Shit, I live in Spain now like what like I used to dream about that as a kid you know but um you know it's just like little things like it's not like one big thing and you're like oh okay you know it's just like little things it's like no you know I'm actually like I'm I'm living the life that like I've dreamt of living you know and like what's been the goal what's been the dream and every once in a while it just like hits you like it, it could be like the smallest thing like you just see a big building you're like we don't have that in Finland like <laughs> I'm really like far from home right now and just like hearing you know just English everywhere like no Finnish you're like yeah I'm out of Finland you know <laughs> these are small moments <laughs> these are small moments without trying to say like hey I gotta get out of this country it's it's an interesting dynamic right because Finland is yeah. a good country to be in but if you if you're from here you know, that import life, that's what you're living. That import yeah. life. Um, yeah. The true import life where you are uprooted from where you're from, from your mm-hmm. home country and living in a different culture, playing a sport that you love, That that's your vehicle to travel, if one could say. Mm-hmm. But getting a little bit more into the football, football stuff again, because you are a first-team All-American, which sounds funny saying an all-american being right. Finnish, but <laughs> but as a, a first team all-american you know that's what you were selected this year for the women's football alliance could you kind of explain what an all-american is because we obviously are going to have women listeners or people who aren't as in, into american football in america so they might not know what that is could you kind of explain to them what that is and how you feel about you know being selected for that team yeah, so for um, this league, we call it All-American, but, like, in Finland, there's All-Stars team. So it's just, like, they select the, you know, best players. I don't know if they do it purely stat-wise or if they do it, you know, watching film or whatever, but they, you know, recognize and honor the best players um, of that year. And in Finland, they just, like, name the All-Stars team, but here we actually get to play a game, and they actually they have first-team second team and I think third team but only first team uh gets to play the game and get the jerseys and stuff um so I mean like especially here like it's just so different compared to like Europe when there's all-stars because there's not that many players to pick from so like it's still like it's still like a huge honor but like here it's just like hit a little different which I actually didn't even know that there was an all-american and my coach just like sent me congrats and I was like on what like what are you talking about like I'm literally laying in bed like I ain't done anything 
And he told me, he was like, you were selected to the All-American. I was like, oh, I didn't even know that that was like coming out today. I didn't even know like how that works. Like if we really have that. But yeah, it's technically like All-Stars. But here it's just like, and once I see they sent me the email of like the invitation, we get to play um, right before the championship game in Canada, Ohio in the Hall of Fame uh, stadium. So that's like, that's like a dope, there's going to be a dope experience too. But just seeing like when they said that there's like what 2,100 players and first team All-American is like the hundred first, like the best hundred players out of 2,100 players in the literally best league in the world for women. So like what, that kind of like, you like the, the, you're like the one percent of the one percent of the one percent, right? Like, I, don't I know can't the do the math, but it's something like that. Somebody yeah. else did the math, and they said that means that you're within less than 5%. So, like, that's that was, like, and for me, obviously, like, also, like, I didn't even come here for the preseason. Like, I had to jump in real quick. Like, I missed the first game. I barely played in the second one because I had just come in, like, two days before. I barely knew the playbook. Like, I just knew the coverages. I didn't even know what the box is doing, and I ended up having to play in the box. So I'm, like, lost on the field. Like I'm, like, nobody told me what the box is doing because I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> I had pulled my groin, like, literally at the first practice, like, right after traveling 24 hours. So I was, like, not playing in the first game a lot. And then being able to make – because they kind of caught, like – they made the All-American team pretty early because they, I guess they have to get the players like more time to, you know, do the travel stuff and whatever, because we have to travel to Ohio. Um, so made, they made it pretty early. Uh, so I had only played like three games or something. So also that like within three games, I was able to like get to that level where they want to recognize me like that. Like that was it was a great feel. It was shocking at first because I didn't even know that they were doing that. And I was like, what do you mean? Congrats. Like I haven't done anything, but yeah. yeah they're watching me. They're watching me. Yes. They're yeah. watching. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely great. So we're going to play that game on July 10th. Uh, so I'm excited for that. So that, I mean, in my opinion, that's, that's more like, like playing in the pro bowl type situation. You know, you're playing. It, it is. It's Yeah. It is literally the pro bowl of like, yeah. Yeah, women's football. And that that's super unique, and that's an experience that a lot of people just. I mean, the fact that you already have done that it puts you miles ahead of a lot of people in their football goals. You know, I know here yeah. in Finland and in Europe, a lot of players want to you know be on the national team, which mm-hmm. is great. But again, it goes into those same similar type numbers. You know on the national yeah. team in a sport where there's not as many people trying to play the same sport. When you're yeah. playing in the top league of the sport and you're selected as one, that's just a really awesome accomplishment that you've done out there, Nana. That's just really awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you. But, yeah, I mean, it it, it is, and it does feel, like, great. But obviously, like, aiming for the national team, like, at that – like, you know, like – a like a few years back when I was like 16, the goal was to make the national team. You know, like I didn't just yeah, shoot for the stars. Like I didn't just go to Right, right. So like, I wouldn't say that it's like, obviously to a level, it is a bigger accomplishment, but I feel like I've also been playing football for 15 years. So like, obviously my, you know, I need to be aiming a little higher than like, you know, some of these players in Finland who haven't played as long. So I, I still think like, 
you know, just making to the national team and stuff like those are still big goals and they're big accomplishments. And, you know, like we are, we're all in our own face, but like it definitely, yeah. Like, especially for me also, like having played for so long, I was supposed to come to the States like way earlier. Something always happened. I was never able to come here until now. Having gone through a lot of injuries, I was out for two years before the season and then making a comeback to not just make it back to the field after two years, but, you know, being able to get to that level, like it does like make you stop and think like you really put in that work, like you really did that. So, yeah, it's a great speaking, feeling. It's a great feeling. Speaking to that, you know, you having to come back from injury, being delayed from actually going over the States, your, your whole ordeal, you know, now that, you know, I don't want to say you made it because obviously there's still more to come. There, but there's you, a lot more to come. <laughs> but do you like, do you have that sigh of relief of like, okay, I knew that this was coming. It took a little longer to get here. And now I can, you know, expand even more. Like, do you, do you feel relieved or does it just fuel the passion and the hunger to do more? You know, some people like um, to say, you know, I, I made it. I'm okay. Some people like to say, yeah. Yeah. But tell me how you feel about it. Sorry. Um, well, definitely there's been like a few moments where like, kind of like the same, like, like, damn, I actually live here, you know, like, kind of like that, like, it really is like, I'm living the life and playing football at the level that I always wanted to, you know, like, I've really accomplished, like one of my biggest goals, but it doesn't stop at that, you know, like, I can still, okay, I'm first team, you know, all American, but I can still be so much better. Like, I'm just looking forward to next season, you know, because I didn't even get like a full off season, like this past off season, like I kind of rushed a little bit back from my surgery, but not too much. I'm like healthy, but like, you know, I didn't get a full off season, started playing in Spain um, and then came straight here. So like, it, it's been a lot on my body for sure. Um, and also like, I'm still lacking a lot of speed and strength and whatever, like, just because I didn't get too much time between my last surgery and having started to play in December in Spain. So like, for me, I'm just like already looking forward to next season. Obviously there's still like, hopefully more games for this season. Like if I make it to the national team, then we obviously have worlds and stuff. And I mean, who knows if I'll still end up playing somewhere um, once I get back to Europe. I don't know. I don't want to think about it yet. I'm letting my body rest right now. It's been a long season. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, obviously you are, like, satisfied with, like, what you've done. But it's never, like, okay, now I can relax. Like, no, like, there's still, like, I'm already, you know, like, okay, I'm, I'm excited to get back to off-season training because, you know, I'm, I'm going to – hit that gym I'm gonna do my sprints you know and I'm gonna be even better next year you know that young passionate fire just throwing mm -hmm. this out there I don't have that I'm glad I don't play football y'all y'all do too much too much it's too tough anybody out there if you're doing football you're doing too much but uh um, honestly you gotta be a little crazy in the head to play football that's a fact <laughs> you do you do but it's still a great sport obviously but to talk a little bit more about women's football in general, you know, you obviously are involved, you've been involved at multiple levels internationally as well. What are your, you know, just general thoughts on the development of the game, you know, recently, last couple of years, like growing internationally? What are your thoughts on like American football? Um, we've honestly, 
like just looking back like a few years ago like the level has definitely like raised a lot like it is like developing a lot but I just feel like there's just so much potential that we're not able to like unlock yet and obviously that comes down to you know nobody being able to like really play professionally and focus on women's football like completely because everybody you know everybody got kids everybody got a job and stuff um but there like there is so much potential but it also comes down to you know like not every team has like great coaches and stuff so how are you supposed to take it to the next level when you don't even have good coaches and stuff but I feel like we have developed a lot within these like past year like especially in Europe I would say like especially in Europe and also like just even 2019 European championship tournament like that was so much more competitive than ever before like there was Finland Sweden and GB like we're all like we were literally all at the same level like anybody could have won those games it's like and it didn't used to be like that so like it's I love to see the you know change I love to see the competition the development and like it's growing it's definitely growing but there's still a lot of work to do and just I feel like the biggest part is just like we need to be seen which is the hardest part too but we just we need to be seen but there's so much potential um yeah to grow in bigger it's really hard to be seen in in that sport of all sports you know Mm -hmm. I feel like Mm -hmm. football is one of those sports where the team has to take on the identity more than the players and it's harder for people to kind of connect with teams without the history like you know the NFL yeah. teams they have so much history and they're so regionally based you know the fan bases are built off of that so you can have mm-hmm. different people coming and going but it's harder for you know a, a newer sport like women's football where regionally you don't really have the same backing that these sports had and you can't kind of do like basketball and just use someone's face and say, okay, yeah. I'm just follow this player, you know, like in women's yeah. basketball, people love Diana Taurasi and Sue Bird, even though they're old mm-hmm. fossils right now, not to be mean to them, but they can, <laughs> they can, they give exposure to the league. There's people like me who don't watch women's basketball, but I can name them because I've seen right, them. Right. You know, it's right. a lot harder to do that in a sport like American football when some of your, you know, some of your more, veteran players play offensive line you know you don't get yeah. to see them they don't, they don't get yeah. photos yeah. it's very yeah. hard to get photos of offensive yeah. line because they're always yeah. in something so it, it's really hard to build that fan base and I, I think that like you said exposure is definitely the way to go and I think mm-hmm. I think things are turning up but if you were to you know if you were in charge Nana and you were to say that hey this is something that could be a goal for women's football in the next couple of years what what would be a goal that you think that the sport could aspire to? Um, I mean, obviously the goal is to like get us paid, but that's gonna take a lot more than just a few years because that's obviously like it's not about because you see a lot of like women post like, oh, we deserve that money, uh, you know, we deserve because we put our body on the line the same as men, and we do like we do deserve that money, but like, how are you gonna pay money that doesn't exist? Like, it's not about the teams not wanting to pay us the teams would love to pay us you know like our coaches our gms like the organization they would love to pay us but if there's no money there's no money so like we still have to and that's also what a lot of i feel like women don't understand is that we need to help women's football be seen 
you know and that's that's also what I try to do personally like I'd be posting my like playing videos and it's not just about oh look I'm like I think I'm great like no I'm just posting some clips that I did in this game because I know they can be seen by so many people that didn't even know that women's football exists and now they do you know so like we gotta play our part and like you know trying to get women's football out there we can't just you know expect to be paid just because we deserve it like everybody knows we deserve it like we we work just as hard as the men do probably even harder because we have to work so much outside of football too and you know but if the money doesn't exist it doesn't exist um where are we going to get the money from nana where where can we get the money once we (laughs) (laughs) we need media coverage and that's what i'm saying i'm trying to do my part in you know like when i post a little instagram reel of a few clips like somebody's gonna see it that didn't know women's football exists now they do you know now they at least acknowledge that it exists some players have wanted to like you know come watch our games like i've got dms like oh when do you have games like can i can i come watch how do i you know where do i buy tickets from blah blah, blah. can i watch the stream like i can't get there i'm far can i watch the stream like especially stream links honestly like people have been asking a lot recently like now that i played here in spain like they've been asking for the stream links and it's like what i love the most is when it's like male football players like they actually like take the time and it's not just like oh they're just trying to social support like oh let me you know watch the stream but I actually get like messages after game like oh yeah I watched like half the game and like I've seen this this and that like you know like that means a lot like it means a lot that you're just like watching women's football it's not just like oh you support me because you think I'm an okay player or you know we're friends but like you're actually watching now you're seeing other players but we really just need that media coverage because once people know that women's football is being played around their area they're gonna start coming to watch the games you know but you can't go watch a game if you don't know about the game right we need so like a Netflix series a Netflix yes A very yes. like a last you last chance you type series about honestly, you know like a WFA team or something or like what honestly, is what is the one they do. do in the NFL? What is it called? The one they Hard do knocks. Hard Knocks, yeah, something like yeah. that. You know, a similar yeah, idea no. can be done affordably as well for women's sports. That's something yeah. that needs to happen. We actually we actually had a documentary crew following us within like two games this year but I don't know like they just started this little um project so I don't think it's going to be anything big yet but maybe like for next year but definitely like that would help a lot like just you know producing something like that but like I don't know I just like the money comes from making sales so the money comes from you know selling tickets the money comes from selling merchandise you know so but we need to ask players like and I hate it, like, obviously, because, like, for men, like, they don't have to do, like, especially if you're in the NFL, if you're in college, like, you don't need to do anything on social media. Everybody knows who you are. You're already getting paid, you know. Um, but right. until we get to that point, like, we all, you can't just expect, like, oh, I want to be paid because I'm good. Like, like then help us get the money, you know. Like, you got to put in the work. And, like, at this point, like, I hope soon we don't need to do that to be recognized, you know, like, and to get that money and stuff. But as of right now, like if you want to get to the point where women can play pro football, you got to do your part in it too. Like we just all got to try to, you know, how women's football be seen. Cause every time you post something about women's football, 
somebody that didn't know about women's football sees it. And exactly. that could be one more ticket sold or, you know, one more person watching the stream. But once you watch a lot of stream, you're going to want to go there eventually or whatever, you know. Um, so I think that's also a big part, like just all of us trying to do our part in getting us the goal where we could all get even just a little bit of money. Yeah. And people don't be, if you're listening, don't be cheap with these streams either. Keep trying to tell people. Uh-uh. I understand. It, it doesn't have to be free. I don't mind paying two euros for a stream. You know, I don't yeah. mind paying 10, 15 bucks for a subscription. Mm-hmm. Um, some of us older people, we can, we can afford that. I understand players that are, you know, living from check to check. Obviously, they don't want to pay for that type of stuff. Get them a code. Get a couple free codes. And I right, watch right. um, Rutu here in Finland. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm subscribed to Italy's channel to their subscription because it's eight bucks a month i only watch like yeah. every other week but i'm just trying to support the way i can it's, it's not mm-hmm. that expensive to and that's that a lot and like when you think like eight bucks a month like it, it that's not a lot for most of you guys like you know like it's not yeah. too much money from your salary but that could make a huge difference like obviously that eight bucks is not going to make a huge difference within the league <laughs> but when itself. enough people do that yeah exactly but you know but it's just like also like just showing the support, you know, like just come watch one game if you're around the area, like just making the effort to come to one game. Like it's the ticket, is the, they're not that expensive. You know, you're like, you can come there once, even if you don't come to all of them or whatever, but just like showing the support, like just come to, you know, one game and yeah. stuff. Or you could be like me. I like to go to the games because I usually get in the game for free, but I like to buy everything. I like to buy a hat, mm-hmm. a shirt. I like to buy right. some- Makara sometimes. I don't like to eat it too right. much, but I'll buy it sometimes. And w- now mm-hmm. when I go to the States, and, you know, it's popcorn, soda, hot dogs, yeah. a, a t-shirt, a hat, whatever. So yeah. stuff like that can definitely help boost the sport, but you got to get people there. Like no, you said, sure. they have to know about it. Right, right. But, exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just got to let them know. Like, people just need to know that there is women's football, first of all, because there's still – it's so often when, you know, we start talking with like a random person that we played football and they assume soccer or they assume like flag football or lingerie football. Like they just do not know that there is women's football. We play, you know, fully clothed, fully equipped NCAA rules. Like, you know, and when, when you mention that, it's like, no, it's like literally college football. Like we play college rules. They're like, you know, because they just don't know about it. But, like, once they know about it and then, you know, like, wh- whenever we're out with the team, like, whether it's day or night or whatever, like, we almost always end up talking about football with, like, random people. We're, like, yeah. we're DC Divas. Like, yesterday we were at the pool all day and we were, like, you know, now everybody at that pool knows where the DC Divas, somebody actually knew our, like, manager. But we're like, okay, so pull up to a game. And she was like, yeah, I got to, you know, I got to call him. And, you know, like next season, like I'm going to be at your games and stuff. But it's just like people don't know. But once they do, like, I feel like most of the time, like obviously there are some people that when you say you play football, they're like, like, what do you know about football, you know? But like most people are like, they get so excited. They're like, damn, that's like cool. Like, that's so cool. And then also like for me and Ida coming from Sweden, they're like, oh, where are you guys from? Like, are you guys from DC or like, you know, or like West Coast or something? And we're like, no, we from Europe and we just mm. here to play football. And then they're like, damn, like, that's like, you know, like y'all really play pro like that, you know, like y'all travel across the country, like just, or across the ocean just to play football. 
like they don't understand how competitive and how like passionate we are about playing football. Um, yeah. That's what you got to get across. That's what I'm hopefully some mm-hmm. people hear this podcast and maybe we'll make some clips and get that stuff across. Cause you said it perfectly. Just got to get mm-hmm. them to understand, but getting a little bit back to the actual football on the field um, this summer, women's world championships. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget all the teams, but a lot of those three European teams that you named, Sweden, Finland, uh, Great Britain, they're going to be there. Australia, who else is there? Germany. USA, Germany, that's six. So I'm missing like Canada. Two. Canada and Mexico. There you go. That's eight. Yeah. Those are eight good teams. Uh, mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on, uh, you know, this World Cup, World Championships coming up for American football women? What do you think about um, it? What do you think is going to happen? How do you feel about it? Are you playing? All um, of those questions. I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely um, super hyped about it. I'm super excited. We still, with the Finnish national team, we don't know who's in the team yet. We're going to have a camp right before the tournament, and we're going to get selection. So um, I don't know yet. I had to miss the first camp because I was here. But I've been talking to my position coach in the national team. Uh, he's seen all my films, so he's been able to, like, scout me from here and then I'm going to be able to attend the next camp um, and then you know hopefully hopefully being the team um, I'm definitely super excited for the world like worlds they're just like they're just always fun you know and just like being able to bring in like especially this year we got eight teams like eight different countries coming in like that's a that's a lot of players and like just being able to bring all of us together you know, to, mm-hmm. to meet each other. Like, I bet just because of Worlds, a lot of these players are going to start, you know, like you're going to make a connection. Like I'm going to, you know, meet somebody from Australia. I might go to Australia next year, you know, yeah. like something like, you know, like I feel like that always helps so much when people start connecting like that because it creates so much more opportunities. Also like within like the national team, obviously like the coaches, like if we're playing Canada we can see who's good from Canada and that's going to want us to bring them over here and you know so the coaches are like scouting at the same time it's just like the perfect opportunity to really like you know create opportunities and to open doors and to get those connections and get yourself out there you know if you do great obviously that's the highest level women's football there is um and also like having eight teams now this year like the competition is high like obviously there's teams like USA like you know they're a lot better than everybody else so (laughs) I'm it like I want to say I'd be super hyped to play USA just because also now I'm playing against my teammates I'm playing against all the players that I played against you know this whole season and here it's like okay we're in club team so like but I know I can face y'all you know there's still some players like I like, you know, like it's, it's going to be like, I'm looking forward to it, but you know, like it's going to, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Um, but obviously with the national team, like it's the best of the best and not just first team all American one league, but the whole country leagues as well, where they have like great ballers. So um, uh, expectations is that USA is definitely going to be <laughs> up there. You know, but um, I want to like 
I'm not going to say, okay, USA is going to take it all. Like, I'm not going into, like, if I'm in the team, I'm going there to beat USA. Like, I don't care how unrealistic that sounds to other people. I'm not going there to lose to nobody, even though I know they're so much better. And last time we played USA, they beat us like seven to nothing or something like that. So, like, I mean, (laughs) it's a long way to go, but, like, I'm always aim for that. Like, I'm not going to Worlds to, you know, compete for the third spot or whatever. Like, I'm going to Worlds to compete for the first spot, you know? And and I feel like... Yeah, exactly. But I feel like there's been such, like... Like, everybody's just like, okay, well, you know, as long as we make it to third. Because that's kind of been the competition. Like, it's always been USA's first, Canada's second, and the rest of the teams are competing for the third spot. You know, and that's kind of like players are satisfied. And that's also like with a lot of clubs, like there's there's teams like like here in WFA, it's Boston. Like they've been undefeated for years, you know, like they're really hard to be. In Spain, there was a team, Black Demons, that had been undefeated for years. And it's just like, like some players' mindset, it's just like they're just satisfied if we – you know, make it through without injuries and stuff. Like, no, I'm still going there to win. And even some, like, sometimes the player might be like, okay, like, I'm going there to win. But once we lose, it's like, hey, but we did a great job. Like, no, we still lost. Like, we still lost. Like, I don't care who they are. They're still human beings, right? Like, they're still in this league. If they were so much better than us, they would not be playing in our league, right? Like, I just, like, that that thought will just not sit right with me like I'm not going nowhere thinking that I'm gonna be satisfied with this this and that I'm trying to win I'm trying to win you know so um so that's definitely the goal but the goal first is obviously to make the team but then after that I don't care who we face like I'm going on that field to win and I do think within the national team, like in Finland, we have a lot of competitive individuals. So, um, so I don't doubt that it's going to be the mindset I mean, within the team. History, history says Finland is one of the strongest teams in Europe. Sure. I think y'all won mm-hmm. the EU. Yeah. We're current. Yeah. We're current European champions, but it was tight. So it's not even yeah, like, yeah. Oh, we're way, by far, you know, best in Europe. Like, no, that it was tight. <laughs> So it's but definitely I, I like, would still like no to put games. out there. I would still like to put out there that I've been watching the women's Finland league the last year and a half ish, and the the type of football played is real football. So I think a lot of mm-hmm. other leagues. And I, don't, I can't speak on Sweden. I actually Sweden does okay too. I can't speak on Germany. I've never seen them play. Green Great Britain, I've seen play. Yeah. But Sweden, but Finland puts up a high a high IQ level of football. That's what really interests me is understanding the differences, you know, the small little things that players do. That's usually the biggest takeaway from the USA playing against foreign for other countries is that yeah. they have all that like football savvy is what we like to call it. Mm-hmm. They have that football yeah. savvy and the gap is so wide if they end up blowing teams out. I don't think it'll be that different. I don't like, like you said, you've played against some of these players. It, it kind of reminds us of the whole like, power five college football where you have a team mm-hmm. that has just as many just as good athletes but maybe they have more <laughs> so over right. the time of four quarters things get a little bit yeah. further apart than you want them to be 
but that doesn't mean you can't pound for pound go for them. And if you, right. you know, get there's a lot of luck involved in football. So if you get the right things to go your way, upsets are possible. That's that's why it's a sport we love. Any given Sunday, right. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Now, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anything right. can happen. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Put- and I feel like like we do have that talent because like right now, like I'm not the only finished player playing here right now. Like we got two in Boston. Uh, we got one in Minnesota, all like players who have been playing in the national team. And it's like, when we played against Boston, like, I'm like, honestly, like my worst, like I'm never like scared to play anybody. I'm never like, oh, I don't want to like play against her because she's good. But the one that I'm like most focused on is a finished running back. Tutti. Right. So I'm like, but she's supposed to, but she's going to be on my team. Like if we're both in the team, that's going to be my teammate. Right. So now I have to face the American running backs, but I was most worried about a finished running back. So, you know, like we have that talent, we have that talent. And like, when you play here, like, obviously it's a club team. So like half the team is like, obviously not like veterans and stuff. The national team is at a way higher level, but like individually, you've been playing against those best players your whole season, you know, and I've got to play with a lot of them as well. Like we have national team players, like our running back and one of our receivers, like they're in the national team and there's like a few others, but, um, but I'm like excited. Cause I'm like, damn, they've been doing good this season. Now I got to face them. You know, I'm still excited about it. Cause I'm always take up the challenge. But you know what you're going to like, get. That's what's helpful. Yeah, too, exactly. Right? But it's also like, I've been doing, one-on-ones with them at practice you know so like and that that's the best players like it's not like I feel like it's just so much like mental when it comes to playing team USA and that's not just for Finland like it's for everybody like there's just like that like there's something mental about it because you know you have those individuals as well and they're just a bunch of individuals as well you know who you've already played against like but it's just like something about it being USA the country of football like obviously they are faster and they are stronger and their IQ is higher than like a lot of other national teams but at the end of the day a lot of our Finnish players could play here you know like I'm not you know like you can still like and it's individuals like you can do one-on-ones with them and stuff like they're still human beings and now us being like four in the top league here this year and there's obviously been players before too but that like shows that we do have that talent and we like Dutti was like one of the best running backs in the league and stuff you know like it shows that yeah, we do have that talent yeah, yeah exactly right yeah she's also first team all-american and Yona Tuabinen is the second team all-american and she's also like leading tackler in her team and whatever so like it shows we do have that talent you know like we have players who can come here and actually put up numbers like it's not just that we came here but we came here and we put up numbers you know like that's that's also another thing like exactly like you know but if we're able to do that there's a whole bunch of other players in Finland who could do that as well you know they just haven't had the opportunity or you know that don't want to move around or whatever but like the, their level is there like they the could world be championship there. is the opportunity right have you exactly have, have you seen much like 
media coverage on this world championships coming up. I haven't seen as much as I would like, but I don't know if maybe there's more out there, obviously. Honestly. You're in women's football. Maybe you've seen more of it than I have. Honestly, I, I can't say I've seen a lot. It, I've okay. seen, because obviously I follow the Finnish, uh, Finnish Federation and stuff, so I see that. But then, like, outside of the few posts that they've made about it, it's mostly been I've seen my teammates post their uh, GoFundMe because they obviously need a lot more help financially because they have to travel all the way from USA. So that's, like, the most I've seen, like, is see them post that on their Facebook, you know, asking for financial help and whatever. But, like, it, that that's what I'm saying about the media coverage. Like, how are we expecting people to come watch the Worlds when I barely seen it post? And I follow a whole bunch of football stuff, you know, like I'm always like, I always know what's going on in football, yeah. right? Yeah. But for me to not having been seen that much, like if I wasn't playing right now and aiming for the world and, you know, I didn't know when the camps are, because obviously like I get the emails about when the camps are, you know, blah, 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 because I'm an insider. But like, if I wasn't playing this year and I wasn't planning on even trying to play in the team, I probably wouldn't really know about the worlds like that so we do need to and I think they'll probably start posting more about it in a little bit but like we need to do it now because I feel like there's a lot of people from the other countries who would come watch like especially like Germany and Sweden and stuff that's kind of close like if they actually know exactly when the games are played blah 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 like they would probably travel but if we start you know posting that stuff like right before the tournament like they're not gonna travel like oh let me get flights for tomorrow you know so but that's what I'm talking about the media coverage like we can't expect to make a lot of ticket sales in the world if we don't start like putting it out there more yeah because the worlds are what in August the first week of August yeah we start a month of July that's like a month yeah that's a month so yeah, there there should be stuff going on now. This yeah, is the way. yeah, yeah. People need exactly. to know about this. Uh, we'll exactly. try to get some stuff out from the AFF podcast, and we'll try to put out what we can as well. But mm-hmm. we're limited as well, and I and our resources. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll try to yeah. put something out and definitely help support that. That's something that needs to be done. Is mm-hmm. you know when Finland's hosting a huge event like this, this. This could be right. different. And you know personally that if people see this, these games, people in the United States especially, they'll start watching the Finnish League just to see if it's mm-hmm. like what they saw. Right. Um, right. ASF, our podcast, you know, we keep up with our numbers and all that. We have a, a loyal fan base in the States because of, you mm-hmm. know, imports who've heard our podcast while they were here and they go home. But they keep following yeah. us because they like yeah. it. That's exactly yeah. what these championships could be. Excellent, People right? could like what they see, and then they're going to follow. And Finland right. is, is a fortunate company country that, you know, the Women's League is on YouTube. There's a streaming service. You can see the games yeah. online. Um, yeah. You need to talk to AFI about good streams. Those streams too. Yeah, it's a really good stream. So yeah. easily, hopefully, over the world games, they're promoting that stream as well, so people know to go mm-hmm. to that. But yeah. we'll see how that all goes. <laughs> But also like in Finland, like Finland as a country, we don't get to host a lot of worlds like within any sport. 
So, yeah. like, for us to be able to host, like, women's football worlds, like, we need to get it out there for, like, not just football people. Because there would be a lot of people, like, if they, you know, like, if you hear that there's worlds, like, I don't care what sport it is. If it's worlds, like, I'm trying yeah. to be there. Like, I, I'm just, yeah. like, you know, like, interested in everything kind of like that. So, I feel like if we just get it out there, like, you know, more in the news or hang out banners or whatever, you know, like, like, we just need to get it out there for the people who don't follow the football pages because they might come to Worlds for, like, one game. And they're like, damn, well, I want to see the next one, too. And then all of a sudden they start looking like, oh, wait, this player is from, like, a Helsinki team. Well, I live in Helsinki. Like, shit, like, maybe I should, like, reach out. Like, you know, that's how we get players. That's how we get Perfect players. So, like, we really need Perfect to get weather, it out there. Shit. Like right, August right. is it's, good weather. It's not too hot, but it's also not mm-hmm. really, really cold. Mm-hmm. The sun is out. It's a, a time of the year that people like to be outside. Well, we yeah, have football games. Right. Yeah. That's perfect. Like for me, like a good summer night watching a sport with friends, having a little food, maybe like drinks or something, like that's perfect. Like we just need to get it out there because that's really how we're gonna also like develop women's football because we do need new players too. And we need, you know, like younger players, we need women to, you know, start from an earlier age, because that also makes a big difference, whether you start when you're 30, or if you start when you're like 15. So like, we really need to just attract more players. And then, because, you know, if we now recruit a bunch of, you know, younger players within a few years, the national team is going to be a whole lot different, you know? Um, so yeah, we really need to get it out there for more than just the football community. Yes, that's for sure. But let's get wrap this up. Don't take too much of your time. We've been talking, and it's always a pleasure. You know it. But um, yeah, last thing I really wanted to ask you was, what's next for you? Like, what do you have on deck outside of you know? We know you immediately. You have the All Stars game, the All American game and maybe the world, depending on selection, all that. But after that, you know, you have an off season finally. What what can we expect or what are your goals for this next season? Um, honestly, I I don't know what's my next move yet. Right now, um, you know, enjoying my last weeks here, you know, and then playing the All-American, then, you know, getting back to training, um, hopefully – make the world play the world after that like I don't even know like I have teams that would like for me to play and I'm like part of me wants to still play football part of me is like I started playing football in January I mean December yeah December technically but January really um so I'm like part of, like maybe I shouldn't so I really I really don't know what I'm like I might still be I'm probably still going to be, you know, I, you can't get me out of football. That's for sure. So like, I might be, you know, playing coaching or I might just take a complete break. I don't know. Um, But the plan definitely is to eventually then get to off season. And then honestly, I don't even know what I'm going to do during the off season. I have not been worried about that, but um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, I feel like things always, fold the way they're you know supposed to so I'm um, just taking it easy and see see what happens and I feel like you know the worlds and everything is going to open a lot of new doors and stuff so I'm just taking it easy and day by okay, day okay. and see 
see how my body's feeling, see how, you know, things like once I get back home, it's been nine months. So, you know, got to see how things are at home. Um, yeah. So honestly, I don't know what's my next move, but um, we'll see. We'll figure that out within the next few weeks, a month, something. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll definitely be watching, Nana. We'll be keeping up with you. Uh, appreciate you coming on AFF Podcast. Uh, Thank you really for good having to have me. This. You're welcome. It's really good to have a, a real interview interview. Midsummer has messed up our schedule, so this might be the highlight yeah. of the show this week. So we really appreciate you coming on, and good luck to you at the All-American game. And, of course, good Thank luck you. to you at Worlds, and we'll see you in Finland later this summer. Thank you. Yeah, I'll catch you. American football in Finland.